Most of you have no foundation at all. Now, the trouble's with your attitude. She's like crying with laughter right now. Shut up and sit down. And it's kind of a wonder that they didn't get canceled in the first few seasons because, you know, it was absurd. I mean, I think the first episode is when the the aliens put that probe satellite up Cartman's ass. Yes, that was the I mean, first so episode. So if you think about that, we're talking about, and then the, the doctor, that weird doctor, had to like go in there and touch the little boy's butthole to get the thing to come out. I mean, yeah, that's sodomy. We're talking about sodomy, episode one. <laughs> yes, to a third grader. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Dan. <sighs> July 4th was explosive. It was explosive. Uh, the explosives, the explosive diarrhea. Yeah, everything. Uh, I was at uh, family at their house ah, a few uh, hours before we came over to our, our friend's house. Mutual friend. Uh, as is tradition and um man the uh the family man blew up there was a fight there was a firefight wait there was a fight at your family gathering yeah no like fist- fisticuffs oh no fisticuffs close though i actually <clears throat> thought it was going to come to blows about pretty, pretty cool though oh there's just a family member, an extended family member who is just off her rocker and, uh, you know, brings up uh, trauma that happened to her 20 years ago, apparently. And I actually feel bad for her, but he has to think so many people just ignore how bad trauma can screw someone up. And it's really sad. So Damn. my wife, my wife and the kids, we were in our... I, it's my in-laws' pool. It's her mom's pool. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sizable pool. And, yeah, I, uh, I've seen it. Yeah. So Michelle loses the back to and the front to her earring, one of her earrings. Oh, she now, lost something. Huh. Yeah. It never happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> According right. to you. Yeah. So it's and we realize it's probably in the pool. So we're in there looking around for it, and. The front of the earring is like um, like a skeleton key, but with a heart shape on the end of it, and wow. and it's gold, and mm-hmm. so it's just in this pool, dude. And it's like nowhere. We check the filter, nowhere. And uh, eventually, everybody else gives up and they get out. And I'm like, uh, if we don't, it's part of a a subscription box that you get to try on jewelry for as long as you want. I mean, you pay a monthly fee, but then uh, if, you, if you don't return it, you just get charged whatever the cost of that jewelry is. Oh, and knowing you, you you put goggles and a snorkel on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I'm down there. I got goggles and I'm just scrounging the bottom of this pool. And meanwhile, this fight is going on and I'm just like, uh, all right. But I, I end up finding the, uh, the earring on my very wow. last try on my very last try. I said, this is it. Well, I'm doing one more pass on the bottom and that's it. And there it was two inches from the bottom floating in the wow. sunshine. Wow, look at you. And yeah. for you, that was just on principle alone. You didn't even care about the money or the, it was just like, no, we're we're not we're not paying this. On well, yeah, therefore it was about the money. <laughs> $50, dude. If the, someone told you there was a tiny $50 bill in that pool, you'd be in it. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> so shit. Uh. So this whole thing blows up. It was, you know, I don't want to say it's typical for them, but it it does happen from time to time. This particular person, she's traumatized, and she she brings out some of that stuff in times when maybe she shouldn't, but that's the way it is. We all leave. I found the earring. All is well. We get to our friend's house, mm-hmm. and it the numbers have significantly dwindled. Have they not? Well, number Over the one... Year, over the years, yeah, it's a mixture of things. So right. I'd say number one is what you said is just over the years, people have lost touch and it's it's dwindled. That's number one. Number two would be the fact that because New York State has pushed it to 20 uh, ga- gatherings of no more than 25 people. Right. Um, he actually stood to that <clears throat> and in, invited a guest list that would bring him around that number. And then third, he doesn't work at that summer place anymore. Right. So therefore, that whole crowd of new people, that new crop, there is no new crop. That's right. it. We're the last crop. We're the final. We're the final product. That's true. Although I will say that I think that the amount of young summer crew had been dwindling over yeah. the past five even close to 10 years now i think a lot of that has to do with our friends taste in people (laughs) i think he's learning to just sort of keep to his own he's amassed so many friends yes but at this point it's like i don't need to invite this you know 21 year old idiot to my house i'm sorry well it's true and you know the the folks i don't know Maybe it's maybe it's a mixture of we're getting old and turning into those kids today, people. Kids today. Um, but uh, yeah, every day of my life, I'm I'm saying that. Yeah, and these these 21 year olds that are have just gotten to this point of it's always disrespect and disrespectful. You know, I mean, sure, is it all of them? No, I, I'm obviously painting with a broad brush here. But, you know, a lot of the times it's like, you know, I'm 21. Let me shove as many drinks in my throat as I can. I don't care if I'm blackout drunk. You know, I'll flip a table. You know, it, it, it's that type of thing that you, you just can't abide anymore, especially when you're you're an older person. You're getting older. And plus to the the age disparity, I think, is a major part because – you know, the, the host of our party, I mean, he's getting up there, um, you know, and it's, it gets to a point where I think even he, and I think he had a tough time coming to this. Anyone would, would not just him, anyone would, 
um, to say, hey, maybe it's just a little creepy if I invite the 21 year olds to my home, even though it's an open exactly. party. Like yeah, it's a party yeah, yeah. with a lot of people. It's not like he's inviting 21 year olds over alone. Like it's a 4th of July barbecue. And, right. but still, there's still that connotation of, you know, I'm what, how many, I'm 20 years, your elder, um, you know, Hey, do you want to come and fucking barbecue at my house with a bunch of people that are old too? <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's the other thing too, is that the people that are regulars that kept coming back year after year, they kept getting up there in age as well. More and more children kept showing up. I mean, it, why would a 21 year old want to be there? It's true. You know what I mean? That's that's so. another that's another good point. And I think that we have to I think that we're evolving and we have to evolve. And you know, that's the hard part is that you get kids and you get a wife and your life changes and it does, but you still have to hold on to what you can of where you came from. Yeah. Yeah. Um I got mine in the mail. So it was sort of overnight, but, um, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Those, those were good times there. Um, one particular moment in time that I really, I'll always cherish, uh, was when the fireworks that we set off exploded on us. Um, you can't really tell a fireworks story, a 4th of July story without telling a time you got hurt by fireworks. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you were there. Uh, yep. (laughs) I was there. Uh, it would, and I'll, I'll explain to uh, the childrens that are listening. So our friend used to set off fireworks that he bought legally in another state. Um, <laughs> and, and I say that because they were big and they were, they Very were big. semi, they were semi-professional. I mean, they were, they were big fireworks. Oh, they were, they're professional. They're definitely yeah. are. They, he just doesn't use electronic triggers. <laughs> yeah. So... He lives near a large body of water, and what we would do is we'd go by the shore, all of us, mm-hmm. and and some of the people that were responsible for shooting off the fireworks would head up there early, and they'd Me. get everything set up, yeah, including you. Yeah. I did it a few times, but yep. this particular time, I did not, no. uh, and this wasn't that long ago. This was only about five, six years ago. Um, No, dude, this, right? was, almost, think... this was almost 10 years ago, only because I was standing right there when it happened. And he should not have drank an entire bottle of whiskey to his face. <clears throat> but anyway, the friend who shall, or nearly killed us. Can we just call it. It was Dr. Cox. It was not Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox oh. has never been allowed around the fireworks ever. Oh. But who was it? Was it our friend? Yeah, it was uh, T-Bone's husband. <gasps> oh, OK. Yeah. So anyways, um, we're up there. Uh, on the shore. It's very skinny, the shore. Uh, And we're all huddled together between what is basically five to ten feet of actual sand uh, between the water and the tree line. Now, these guys are shooting off the fireworks. They're going up, they're going up, they're going up. It's going off. People are having fun. I mean, what is how much better does it get than July 4th shooting off fireworks at the beach, right? Oh, there's nothing better. Nothing better. And at this point, it's pretty dark, you know. Mm-hmm. I had my I had my pants off, and I still could not see my penis. I couldn't. Well, that's a personal problem, but right. <laughs> so someone, and I and I'll let you fill this part in. I'll tell you what up. Happened. 
And, and what there are, folks, is there's these basically these little mortars, like cardboard tubes that stick straight up into the air. And they're usually buried into the ground, covered in about sand. About an inch. About an inch. Yeah. So that they're stable and are pointed upwards. Uh, now, how did one of these tubes get knocked over? So it, it didn't. I'll tell you what oh. happened. Um, because you're right about everything you said. So we're up there and we're firing off fireworks. And our friend, who's very, very drunk, we kept telling him repeatedly, you need to take the mortar ball, undo the, the, um, the fuse, drop it into the mortar tube, and then light it and back away. That's, that's the process. He was holding the mortar ball, lighting it in his hand, and then putting it in the tube. And we repeatedly said, dude, either stop doing that or you're done. So what does he do? <laughs> he picks one up in his hand and he lights it. Now, behind each of the tubes, mm, four or five feet, you know, for safety reasons, are boxes full of these mortar balls. Mm -hmm. So he's holding one in his hand. He lights it. We yelled at him. Hey, dude, what the fuck? And he st gets startled and he drops it in the box full of mortar balls. Oh, and that's when the homeowner, our friend, just said, run. <laughs> and we started running. And I remember as soon as I heard the bang, I dove into the sand and put my hands over my head and my face in the sand. And I got hit with a couple on my shirt. My shirt had holes in it. And it was multiple mortar balls going off in every direction from the ground in no tubes. Oh, my God. So I from your perspective, that's crazy because you had sort of a 3D experience with it. Uh, yeah. Where and obviously mine was 3D too, but we felt like from the crowd it was just coming at us directly from one direction. So we were screaming, "Run!" Yeah. So people. <laughs> so like I said, imagine this, folks. It's about five to ten feet only of width, and there's about what twenty to thirty people packed in easily, easily maybe more packed into this little stretch of sand right next to each other, drinking, talking. It's dark. And all of a sudden, there's explosions of fireworks coming at you. So we all start to turn and run. We're screaming as these fireworks. And I remember them specifically. A lot of them were green. Yes. So it was the, the night was dark, and these green mint fireworks were just shooting by your face. And we started to run, and there was smoke, and, and the green minty firework was, like, lighting up the smoke as it came by you. And it was, like, just missing you and hitting your friend, and you had to say goodbye to them as they died in the sand. And you just kept running and tripping over dead bodies. And, all right, maybe I'm embellishing a little, but it was chaos. It was absolutely insane. Yes. I, I mean, it was – it's not the worst thing that could have ever happened, but it's the exact thing that they didn't want to happen there. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, if you've ever had a firework go off near you, you'll know what we mean. It's just absolute mm. insanity. Oh, yeah, dude. It's It was wild. And that's why he's banned from fireworks forever, even sober. Yeah. Um, 
just forever, forever. I, I, it's just it, it is what it is, and it's no nothing against him. Um, it's just that he was obviously in a bad place. Divorce will put you there, especially a messy divorce. Yeah. And um, you know, when you say, "Hey, yeah, do a couple shots of Jack," and you look over and the whole bottle's empty, you're just like, "Okay, that was full, probably <laughs> less than two hours ago for sure." Yeah. Um, it, it just insanity, but. You know, uh, it's it's crazy because I did the fireworks there. So I've been going to that party since I was 19. Right. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm 34 now. So that's 16 years. That's 16 years I've been going yeah. to the same party every year. Um, I believe I missed it one year of the 16. I was I think I was in Florida or something um, and I missed it. Other than that, like clockwork, I've been there every single year. And when I was 21, I started doing the fireworks because I, I was very interested in doing it. And I'll tell you, I'm retired two years from doing fireworks at the party. And uh, it's different Look, watching it and especially screaming the things that we were screaming last night, which was just fantastic. I was waiting for one of those Trump supporters that was sitting up over there watching, too. To say, like, hey, I got kids over here. And I was going to be like, yeah, you voted for the guy who said all these things. Right. right. <laughs> so, I'm um, speaking presidentially. Exactly. Um, but obviously that didn't happen. But anyway, um, you know, uh, the multiple times I've burned myself, the multiple close calls. I mean, these are high-end explosives. These mm -hmm. are the ones. These are professional ones. So the, the question becomes, why do we do that? Why do we do it? Like, I would get a rush. I would get a rush from it, and it was a blast, and literally a blast. And mm -hmm. I have hurt myself, and I have definitely been in multiple situations where a firework went off late. Like, I'm walking up to it. If I had been two feet closer, it would have singed my face, possibly ripped my hand off. And, you know, so, like, why, why though? Why do we do this? Why do we continue to do it? Because why not? I mean, it's just so much fun. Things blow up, and there's colors involved. My wife last night literally said to me, she goes, I wish I was one of those, you know, the glittery ones. I go, did you just say you wish you were a firework? She goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we all have dreams. It's I drove fair. home. So. I, I believe you. I, I would have, too. Um, but, yeah, I, I love it. And then, you know, I think going back, the moral of that whole story is um, arrest Brianna's killers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, and speaking of that, there's a whole lot of people that were like, oh, we shouldn't be celebrating the 4th of July this year. We shouldn't be celebrating the 4th this year. With everything going on, you shouldn't be celebrating it. And, and here on critical mass. And I think you concur with me that we absolutely agree that there is so much wrong going on in our country right now. So many things that need to be fixed. Um, and you know, we're celebrating the independence of a country, but we're not celebrating the independence of all the people of that country. And I actually spoke to my, I talked to my wife about it before we left for the party. Yeah. And I said, <clears throat> I, tonight, I'm celebrating the potential 
of what our country could be. And I'm going to continue to do whatever I can through speaking, through donations to worthwhile charities um, to fight for change because that's what we do in America. We, we fight for change. We didn't want a monarch, so we fought for independence. Um, women couldn't vote, so that we fought for their, their ability to vote. Men were slaves, so there was a war fought for their freedom. Y yeah, you you're know? right. Why don't we take the opportunity to not just celebrate our independence while being a country that used slavery in order to gain economic uh, advantage? Let's use the 4th of July to celebrate all the things that we did right, even though it, it took a while. You know what I mean? But there's, and there's still so much more work to do, but celebrate, right. celebrate that potential to do that knowing in your mind that you want to be part of the solution and doing something part of the solution. I mean, like I said, I have said this before. I mean, I, I can't go to the protests. I can't do that. Cops are shooting at people. I have two children. I need to come home to them mm -hmm. period, but I can find a, a, a person through black lives matter and I can make a monetary donation because I believe in their cause and I want to help in some way. And I did that. So sometimes you have to find within your means to push for that change, you know? And I asked where my donation went to, and I was okay with it. I said, what does my donation do? And they said, well, a lot of it is for legal fees for protesters that are arrested wrongfully. Oh, wow. And I said, here's my money. I'll support yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Jesus, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Um, speaking of fucking crazy shit that's going on right now involving race, I mean, the Washington Redskins have have come out and said, OK, uh, I guess we'll have to change our name now. And and let's talk about why they're doing it. Do you know why they're doing it? So that part I don't know, but I, I did read an article that they're currently workshopping like the ability the, they're workshopping changing their name. But no, I didn't know why. I don't know why. Well, this has been on the docket for a long time. People sure. have been bringing this up and saying that this is an issue. Um, not only Native Americans, but other people in the country are saying this is a pretty racist slur. Um, it's indefensible and it needs to change, uh, along with many other things like we talked about before on the show. But it's happening now because major sponsors for the team, including FedEx and some other ones are threatening to pull their money. That's what it takes, folks. But then that asks, that begs another question, Dan, that maybe you do or do not have the answer for. Is that good enough? Because they're going to... So it's sad that you can't just say, that's racist. Okay, we'll change it. It had to be, well, you're about to lose a bunch of money. Okay, we'll change it. Yeah. But is that still okay because they're going to change it? So do the ends justify the means in this case? Or is it just still, fuck you, Washington. Fuck you. You should have done this before. You know what I mean? It's a Band-Aid. Um, I don't want to look at it in terms of ends justifying means or vice versa. It, to me, the, the entire problem is that we live in a racist culture and a culture that has been steeped in racism 
in elitism um, since the dawn of time. I mean, since since 1619, okay, yeah. when when the first African slaves arrived on shore, this country was never the same. And through its progress and all the things that we've achieved, um, we are not we are not anywhere near we need to be. And that is because there's a huge swath of people in this country and back then because, you know, it just tides over generationally, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because racism is taught that, you know, black people are inferior. Mm -hmm. uh, Other races are inferior. Manifest destiny. uh, White um, Anglo-Saxon imperialism is is God-given right. Uh, This notion has not gone away and will not go away. No. So when we make changes to laws, the Civil Rights Act, um, all the all the possibilities that that we've created over time, it, it doesn't mean anything. No, because it's just a band aid. It's a ah, we're we're forcing this law through. All of you, even though we're saying there's equal rights for people, it doesn't matter if you believe it or not. That's the way it is. Exactly. And 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 you can't just tell a bunch of people to evolve. You you can't. You, you cannot. And the thing that is annoying is these people will they do this? What's it called? Um, Martin Luther King happened. That's what they say. Well, Martin Luther King happened. Martin Luther King happened, and then racism was done. Yeah. Like, that was it. It was solved already. So there's no such thing as racism anymore because yeah. Martin Luther King. And and he didn't loot. He didn't riot. He had peaceful protests. Okay, so stop. Pause. He had peaceful protests, yes, but then was attacked by dogs and fire hoses, and a lot of the people protesting were beaten half to death by white police. White police. Blue lives murder. Hashtag blue lives murder. Um, and. <laughs> Yes. And, and then you got yeah. this is what happened. Martin Luther King Jr. happened. Civil rights happened. Schools were desegregated mm-hmm. and the powers that be got better at hiding their racism. And now in the, the age of social media, the seams are starting to break on that hiding of racism that right. that uh, that big balloon, that big water balloon. Of of uh, of hiding racism has now gotten so full, and it's starting to have holes through it. And some of those some of those secrets are coming through those holes. And because of social media, we're seeing them more and more and more and more. Yesterday, right. someone tells me, statistically speaking, white people, you know, you and I have more of a chance of being killed by a police officer than a black person. I have the numbers, I have the statistics, and that's all that matters to me. And my response was, because we are the majority, that's like having a sack full of marbles. Yep. 99 of those marbles, there are 100 marbles, we'll say 95 of those marbles are white, and five of those marbles are black. When you reach into that sack, you have a better chance of pulling out a white marble than a black marble. But the issue is, of those five black marbles, four of them will be executed by police. So you you can't you can't just no well no I don't understand where you get those figures from I don't understand where you get those figures from like it's called common sense it's called reality and there is no debating 
there is no debating someone like that because someone who is such a deep bootlicker who just loves the police so much, yeah. you cannot, you can't debate with them. And first of all, the, and second of all, I should say, they don't know what it's like to be black and they don't want to know. I can sit here and say, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm a white person who's born in privilege of, of white privilege, not of, of actual affluence and privilege, but white privilege. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's like to be black. I can say, I can be anecdotal. I can try. I will debate in favor of people of color because I do some reading that shows me this stuff. But at the end of the day, I don't have a fucking clue. So when someone tells me with certainty that they know, fuck you, you don't. I don't care what your numbers say because you're always going to be wrong until you can say something of these are my numbers, but I don't know what it's like to be black. So it's hard for me to, to, to reconcile them both. Then I can say, let's talk. You're right. I mean, you said so much there. One of the things I just came into my head just as you were speaking about that was, you know, Chris Rock at the end of one of his specials was talking about how, you know, he's rich. He's wealthy. He's doing everything right, you know, and there's still people out there. Pretty much every white person would not change places with him. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope. No, they wouldn't. So he, he said, so I'm rich, but I wish I was white. Right. There's not a white person out there that would change places with Chris Rock mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and all these people that are like, oh, white people die more at the hands of police than anybody else. Okay, change places with a black person. Go ahead. Go find yeah. a black person who makes the same amount of money as you. Good luck. And then switch lives with them. Go ahead. Just for a week. <clears throat> I fucking dare you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And, and, and they don't understand. Again, you go back to these statistics statistics are meant to be interpreted. So it's all about how you interpret them. Um, you know, let's say I think I'm ballparking here that 60% of America is white Caucasian. All right. The rest is filled with other random minorities, Hispanic, African-American, Asian. I mean, <clears throat> throw all kinds of stuff there. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. So if you have a bag full of rocks, 60% of those rocks are white. Yeah, you dip your hand in there, and the majority of the time, you're going to get a white rock. Call probability. Yeah, exactly. The problem is that those black rocks are being thrown into the pond at a much higher rate. Mm -hmm. And it's not as simple as, okay, officers, uh, nice, to nice to see you this morning. Um we got to work on some traffic violations we're working on in District 6. Oh, and uh, make sure that you take off your clan hoods before you go out there and shoot as many minorities as you can. Uh, Jerry, yeah, you, your numbers are dwindling. You've only shot seven minorities over the last six weeks. We need you to step it up. Uh, that's not happening, okay? That's not happening in the police departments. Yeah. But, but. That we know of. Yeah. But we have to be honest with ourselves and, and know that if there are racist people, then there are racist police, mm -hmm. right? That means that there are racist plumbers. There are racist mail carriers. There are racist 
cashiers. There are racist roofers. Racism exists everywhere. And yep. so so just by logically acknowledging that, we have to say, well, if there are racist people that are given badges and guns, that's far more serious than a racist plumber. Right? Yes, because they, just like you said, they have a gun. See, the thing is, is someone once said to me, um, cause, uh, they, for who was it? Uh, the officer that went into the wrong apartment and shot and killed that, uh, black the, man, the female uh, officer. Yeah. Was it the blonde one? Right. I think who so, actually, yeah. who actually went to jail for that. A very rare case. She was convicted. Yes. And I'm that's great. Wrong. But someone said to me, oh, you've never made a mistake on your, at your job before. Like <laughs> in defense of the officer. And I said, I work in telecom. If I make a mistake, nobody dies. Right. So fuck you. Seriously. Like, that's the dumbest, dumbest argument. And um, I just saw something uh, Dave Chappelle said. I believe he said it in uh, his last stand-up. What was it? Eight minutes and 49 seconds. 49 seconds. He said, um, let me tell you why Blue Lives Matter is bullshit. Because blue lives isn't a thing. It's an occupation that you chose. And by have by right. choosing that occupation, that doesn't make you any more worthwhile than me. Right. Right. And you know what? Absolutely true. But if you can't handle doing the job without pulling your gun every single time you see someone, then don't have the job. Oh, a police officer was shot and killed? That sucks, but that's what the fuck you signed up for. Yeah. That's what you signed up for, that risk. You, that's what you, no one forced you to be a police officer. You're not making any type of special sacrifice. It is your job. You are protected. Is it a hard job? Absolutely. Absolutely, Absolutely it's a hard job. Probably one of the hardest jobs in the world. I will never argue that point. It is not an easy job. Absolutely not. But if you can't handle it, then maybe you shouldn't do it. If you need right. all this praise, if you need a special American flag for you, <laughs> oh, I need this special American flag with a blue line because fuck off. Be a man. Grow a set of balls. Go right. do your fucking job. There's no American flag, special American flag for what I do. <laughs> right. I, where's my where's my American flag? Right, right. Either we're all equal and we're in this together. Or we live in a society where we're going to have to praise other people and then be judged if we don't praise them enough. That's what I see when I see these little blue lights on people's houses uh -huh. next to their American yeah. flag or their, or, their, or their actual Blue Lives Matter flags. Or their, they paint, sometimes they paint the curb near their house blue. Did you hear about uh, that? That's a thing. I did. I did. <clears throat> That's what I see. I see this like communist dictatorship authoritarianism where – where the where the public has to prove to the masters that they that they love them enough, you know, I'm with you. Hail the police, you know, this this fucking attitude of if you don't show your praise then you'll get killed. You know, if I if I get pulled over and there's no police sticker on my car, you know, I'm more likely to get a ticket because that guy knows I'm not with him. Fuck off. It's ridiculous. And furthermore, to your point, the police signed up for the job. They're the ones that said, mm, I can't hack it as of this or that, so I'll just be a fucking bully with a gun. And, and that's exactly how I feel about the military. I'm sorry. 
uh, you know, sorry, not sorry, essentially. I know that they've made tremendous sacrifices, especially those that have died. Mm-hmm. I think that any soldier, man or woman, that goes overseas or even here in this own country to defend our borders um, has made sacrifices for themselves, for their families, for their children, uh, for this country, and for our freedoms. And I know that that sounds really right-wing. They've made sacrifices for our freedoms. Yes, they have. And that shouldn't go unnoticed. And it shouldn't go unpraised. But when we immediately deify these people... Yes, yes, the worship. The yes, weird the worship. worship. Yeah, because of something they chose to do. I just, That's I so can't weird. wrap my head around it. Now look, in Vietnam and in World War II, and maybe in World War One, these people were sent over there. If you were yes. a man... Of 18 years old in this country during those times, there was a chance you were getting sent to war. And it didn't matter what your political affiliation was. It didn't matter what your worldview was. You were going to get sent to war. And that's fucking crazy to me. Yes, it, that's the sacrifice. Right. That's the you didn't have a choice. You just you went or you were Donald Trump and you, you know, you uh, heels took first. a deferment. Yeah, you yeah. took a deferment and you were a coward. Yeah. Um. And it it makes sense to me that makes sense to me. But this like deification, like you said, like I'll shake a soldier's hand and say, hey, man, thanks for thanks for what you do. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's it's such a hard thing to explain that it's like we love what they've done for us, but also shut the fuck up. You did it on. You know what I mean? You signed up. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm not like I'm not going to give you anything like I, I don't think you're better than me. Right. I don't think that, you know, you, uh, you know, you deserve all this. I mean, we have Memorial Day for those that died. We have Veterans Day for those that served. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with either of those days. They should be celebrated. And on those days, maybe, you know, they get a free treat at Applebee's. And that's fantastic. Um, and that's fine. And I will respect them for who they are. I know I have a lot of friends that are soldiers. I have a friend who, um, you know, was a soldier and couldn't get help for his mental issues after he came back and shot himself. Um, so, you know, I'm sorry, but you, you, these people that want to, how do I put this? These people that celebrate the soldiers like they're a deification, like they're gods. They're like, love the soldiers, love the soldiers. If you don't love the soldiers, you're anti-American. They would listen to our conversation right now and tell us that we're not American enough, which is the dumbest thing in the world. Then they will turn around and go to the polls and vote for someone that will strip our veterans of their benefits, will strip our veterans of their pay, will Mm -hmm. strip our veterans for their medical care when they return. That will, that uh, administration that has proven time and time again that they will give a big middle finger to our veterans. But because they spout this rhetoric of kneeling for the flag and disrespecting our veterans, they they don't do any reading. They turn around and they vote for them. So fuck you for coming at me. Well, you don't love our veterans. You hate our veterans. You're not American. Let me vote for this guy that's going to completely fuck our veterans over. Right. I'm never going to understand. I'm not going to understand it. Right. Uh, It's complete hypocrisy and it's uninformed and it's sad. 
You know, it's it's essentially yeah. a me- it's a socialized medicine is what it is. The VA is socialized medicine mm-hmm. for specifically veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, and all these people that are out there that are complaining, well, it's it's not really a matter of of you know policies or politics. It's it's just because the VA sucks so much that they can't get anything done. It's it's too bureaucratic and it's unorganized and it's terrible. Yeah. Um, okay, if we had Medicare for all. That would mm-hmm. include veterans. That would mm-hmm. include, in fact, everyone, because that's what all means. And we need to have more of a discussion around mental health as well. Mental health is not less important than breaking your leg. It is, in fact, more important. Yeah, it's absolutely. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah. And there's a, who was it? Someone tur- someone um, linked me to a quote by Adam Carolla, who, by the way, that dude has gone off the fucking deep end with yeah. his um, conservative views and just being an all around piece of shit, which is weird because he did that. He did the man show with Jimmy Kimmel and Kimmel seems to have kept his mind and Carolla seems to have fucking lost it. But Carolla tweets out or Facebooks or whatever the fuck he did. Um, we're looking at a government that can't even handle the coronavirus, and you want the same inept government to handle Medicare for all? Nope, no thanks. I'd rather pay for my own insurance through private insurance companies that know what they're doing. And I read that, and the person that linked me to it's like, well, you know, just food for thought, something to think about, because, I mean, they really are fucking up on this. And I said, well, first of all, let's vote for an administration that isn't fucking stupid. Right. Number one. Number two, I've heard this argument before. <clears throat> it's a stupid argument. It's a non-argument. Um, we would probably end up, if we actually did socialized medicine, we would most likely absorb a lot of those folks from insurance companies that do know what they're doing. If we're smart, we would absorb them and utilize them for our medicine, right? You mean on the healthcare end? like the- Yes. Mm. Not necessarily. That's that's the misconception. Adam Carolla is is probably referencing more of what England does, where it's an actual government-run healthcare system. Um, and so he's comparing our shit government with the ability to take care of its citizens. And that's not really a fair comparison. What Bernie and a lot of people are talking about right now is a Medicare for all system, which is simply who the payer is. Yes. Okay. So in this case, the government would be paying the bill. They're not running the system. They're just paying the bill. Well, right? but- Your doctor, your nurses, all those healthcare staff, they're the frontline workers. They're the ones you deal with on a regular basis, whether or not the insurance company exists or not. So that doesn't change. So that's not really a, a fair uh, comparison to make. And, and furthermore... If you do want to look at socialized medicine and, and countries that do run a full-scale uh, healthcare plan by the government, take a look around the world. The coronavirus has infected the entire world. Yes. And, and those other countries are destroying us right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Adam Carolla is just another stupid voice on the conservative end. I don't know what his problem is. I don't know why it ended up that way, but I think it has something to do with not being able to speak his mind. I think back in the 90s, he was able to get away with edgy, um, sort of misogynistic stuff because it was funny and most people were willing to take it as a joke and take it in stride. And then as time got more, and I won't say sensitive, but progressive and woke, people realized, oh, 
these marginalized people that you're making fun of, it kind of sucks. Maybe you should not make them the butt of your joke. He probably started to say, oh, well, now I can't say anything I want. Well, fuck you. Fuck you, liberals. I can't say anything. Everyone's so sensitive. He's just a typical fucking idiot when it comes to that shit. Well, yeah, and but like I look at that, first of all, I think based on uh, after that, I did a little research back and was looking at Adam Carolla's tweets and, and stuff. And I wish I didn't. But <laughs> I, it's like he got kicked in the head by a horse. That's like it's just like he got kicked in the head by a horse. Yeah. The guy has completely lost his mind. Um, when you go that conservative, it's like you you're not even like you're you're not even to be taken seriously at all. But I, I, I hear you say that about how we moved into a more of a progressive way of life and that changes comedy in essence mm-hmm. but look at bill burr yeah he's like, he's been able to maintain his style you know what i mean so <clears throat> and the guy has a very unique perspective too he married a black woman yeah so uh, he he hasn't it's not that he's not wrong ever or can't be wrong or that anybody can't be wrong of course they can um it's just i think Bill's point of view, uh, someone told me, or not told me, they talked about how Bill's attack or Bill's way of giving comedy to the audience was to essentially attack them or attack a subject matter and make them feel completely offended or just off their rocker and then slowly and hilariously walk it back to a point that actually makes sense. Yeah. That's his style where he just says something outlandish and then you have to sort of go with him on a journey of, of why what he just said made sense. Yes, like, like the <laughs> example of the one with the soldiers where he's like, you know, I'm sorry, but they're they're not all brave and they don't all deserve <laughs> right. this, all this praise. Yeah, like, like, you know, and yeah. he's and everyone's like, oh, he's like, oh, don't worry. I did this joke at a VFW. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's just like. You know, they're not all brave. I don't really care. I don't care about all the soldiers yeah. and everyone, you know, do the gasps. And he's like, well, hang on. Hear me out. He goes, you mean that guy on the aircraft carrier with the two flashlights? That's all he's doing. <laughs> it's, I'm not talking about the frontline guys. Yeah. I'm talking about this fucking guy here. Yeah. Really? Him? Sacrifices? Yeah. Like, come on. And it's just like, that's awesome. That is a, that is great, great comedy. And it's right. it's true. Right. And so he's an he's a great example. There's a lot of great examples of comics out there that can still remain edgy. It's not that you have to lose your edge. It's not that you can't push the boundaries and find that 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 area where it's not safe, but still funny and not offensive. I think that's the art of comedy. And if if you're unable to find that space, then you're just being lazy. Yeah, actually. I need I need to ask you something. I wanted to ask you. It just came into my head, and I wanted to ask you this because of our last couple, or no, it was our show with Joe. Okay. And it goes along the lines of offensive comedy. And when we were talking to Joe, we brought up Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Okay. And we talked about um, how you know we emulated Jim Carrey, and he was on a whole other level. This, that, and the other thing. So a couple days ago. I was online and there's this one guy that I follow super, super intelligent um, and, and a nice guy, but he does go a little over the edge with the, you know, liberal stuff. It's a little further than you and I would go. Anyway, he shows, uh, it's a photo of a scene from Ace Ventura with the plunger on his face 
And <laughs> and then the other scene where he's in the shower naked crying. Right. And they're like, this is him after he kissed a transgendered person. Right. Um, this is toxic. And I can't believe I ever laughed at this. And I had this long comment rebuttal typed up. And I just deleted it and didn't yeah. even bother and just one scrolled of one past. of those. Yeah, we've all had yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my and I want to hear I want to hear what you have to say. But short version, uh, too long, didn't read for my rebuttal was <clears throat> this was not a person that chose to be transgendered because or tro- chose to change their um, their identity identity because that's what they felt inside. They changed their identity because they were a fictional murderer Mm -hmm. that needed to hide. And therefore I would not classify this person as an actual transgendered person. I think the fact that you would even compare an actual transgendered person with a person that's just trying to hide from the law. Right. A criminal who's changing their identity. Correct. And and I think that that's apples and oranges, and I'm very much an ally to the transgendered community, and I've walked back many of my jokes that I've made in the past, and I apologize for them, but that is not – it wasn't like Ace saw a person that was going through a sexual identity crisis, kissed them, and then went home and did all that shit. That's not where it went. And then then I think flip side, am – I being an apologist for that behavior. Your thoughts? Well, for one, you're you're on the right track because you're you're willing to admit that you could be wrong. You know, you're being sure. open-minded. And I think that's the problem. Everybody takes a side now and goes, nope, I'm right. What I say is right. Everybody else is wrong. And as long as you're it's in true. the frame of mind of saying, I'm just trying to explore. You know, I'm open to this or that, and I'm trying to explore. And first of all, it was in the past. So that's one caveat, right? It's in the past. It's not something that we're talking about right now, uh, but I will push back a little bit. I do agree with you that it's it's not exactly a transgendered person. It's not really fair to compare transgendered people who actually have real struggles to to a fictional character who is a criminal and changed their identity in order to hide their true self. But I will say that it does appear at least in a very small amount uh, as homophobic. Uh, because not only does Ace Ventura, when he realizes that he had kissed a man, go through an entirely dramatic, hyperbolic, you know, screaming into the mirror, throwing up, taking a shower to mm-hmm. get the, the man germs off of him. But also at the end of the movie, when the entire police department realizes that they've been kissing their boss, who happens to be a man now, they all throw up. Yep. So, yes... That's that's hyperbolic. That's extreme. That's over the top, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what the movie is. Yes, exactly. The movie is over the top. The movie is extreme. Everything that not only does Jim Carrey does as a person over the top, but that movie was written that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's essentially the heart of comedy, to take something that may be normal or a little bit funny and exaggerate it. It's the oh, exaggeration yes. that we find funny. And furthermore, during that episode, when we talked about it, we, we mentioned the fact that those movies were sort of geared towards adolescent kids. 
Yes. I mean, it wasn't a Disney movie by any no, means. Not at all. And there were certainly plenty of adults that loved the movie, too. But the reason why most of us at age 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 loved that movie was because it was so exaggerated. Yes. So, in fairness, yeah, looking back, maybe it didn't have to seem so homophobic. Maybe they could have chosen a different topic in order to be so exaggerated about. Fine. I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. okay with saying that. But let's not let's not blow up the entire world just because a Jim Carrey movie may have seemed slightly homophobic at one time. I guarantee you, if you ask Jim Carrey himself right now, let's call him up. Do you have yeah, his number? Him, I do. Hey. Let me. <clears throat> we're gonna give him a quick call. All right, here we go. Hold on. I think I, I just gotta get it set up here. I think it's. Uh, I have him right here. No, that's not it. No. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Jim. Uh, yes, this is Jim. So uh, this is the Rockness Monster, the Critical Mass podcast. Huge fan. Th- thank you, thank you, and uh, we're also very big fans of yours. Sorry, Dan had to step out for a second. Oh, um, and uh, so, what are your comments on the possible uh, transphobic or homophobic situation um, in the first Ace Ventura film? What are your comments? I think all gay people should be hung in the town square. No, just kidding. Okay, that's all. <laughs> Jesus. Hang up on no. him. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Obviously, Jim, if he were actually with us, he would say that's ridiculous. Um, he's If you follow him personally, like yeah. what through his Instagram or documentaries that have been you know, featuring him, he's obviously an open-minded person. And mm-hmm. probably has gay friends. I don't know. I'm making assumptions, but it's just you get a gut feeling about somebody, and that's my gut feeling. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I just, I, it's just that, and then, and then people want to. Um, this other thing going around the internet, people want to cancel Robert Downey Jr. for his portrayal in blackface on Tropic Thunder. Yeah. I, again, that's again miss out of context and misconstrued, uh, misconceived. Um, I don't know. I'm it's like you said, I don't want to be an an apologist, but the point is to show that's the comedy of it, that it was inappropriate, that it's not okay. But then again, I'm like we said before, we're not black. So, Maybe it does offend some some black people when they watch that. I don't know. Hopefully they're able to see that what the, the creator of the movie was trying to do was show you that it's absurd and show yes. you how completely out of touch actors can get. Yes, <clears throat> exactly. The whole if for me, if if you are if you're a white person, because I can only speak, I can only speak. As a white person. Right. If you're a white person that was offended by Robert Downey Jr.'s portrayal of a black man in that movie, then you didn't get the movie. Right. You you're just not paying didn't attention. get it. Yeah. You're you're you just saw that and you're like, oh, this is something I can be angry about now. But the point was is that he was an out of touch actor that mm. thinks he can play any role and he was really um What's the word? He was really channeling his, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson 
um, when she came out and said that she could play any role at all and she doesn't think whitewashing is a thing. Oh, Jesus. Damn and, it. Why does she have to say yeah, that? I'm so, I'm I know. So she, to her. She's walked that back since, and she's actually now apologized and turned down a lot of roles that she was going to have. Oh, that's um, good. Which is good. Uh, self-awareness. But at the same time, he was shedding light on those actors that actually exist in real life and and making fun of them by getting reconstruction surgery to be a black person so he gets this role. Right. And the other the other dude uh with the booty sweat was yeah. constantly poking at this and especially the my favorite scene which is a classic when he's like you pe-, when Bill, Ben Stiller said you people and Robert Downey Jr. goes, what do you mean, you people? And then the other <laughs> dude goes, what, what do you mean, <laughs> you people? <laughs> the whole movie was and that, great. And, yeah. And furthermore, don't yeah. forget Ben Stiller's character when he had to portray the mentally handicapped person in a play that was written. Or, or he had uh, to create the play out of the character that he played in a movie of, of a mentally yes. challenged. What, what was that character's name? I can't remember. But Simple Jack. Simple Jack, yes. So, but, like, but that's the yeah. whole point is that it is offensive. That's why it's funny. Not, not, haha, look at you. It's look at these people and what actors are capable of doing. It's ridiculous. Yes. yes. Because you had the homophobia with uh, the booty sweat guy. Yep. You had, I, I guess it would just call it addiction with Jack Black's character. Yep. Um, you had, well, I guess complete. Blind racism or at least ignorance. Narcissism. Narcissism with... uh, Extreme narcissism. Robert Downey Jr. With Robert Downey Jr.'s character. And I I don't even know where to begin with Ben Stiller's character. But obviously, maybe narcissism as well to an extent. I I mean, look at his his agent and and the, the lengths that his agent went to to get him a TiVo. Yes, that he was, was he was filming on location in a jungle, and yeah. his biggest problem is that he didn't have a TiVo. Yes, it's satire. Exactly, exactly, it's satire, and the point of satire is to laugh at what the problems are, and hopefully right. shed light on those real problems. Right. I'm sorry, but Robert Downey Jr. in blackface isn't the issue brianna taylor not getting her killers brought to justice is an issue george floyd being murdered by police officers is an issue and does does whitewashing and blackface feed into that absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely it feeds into that a hundred percent but a satirical comedy to shed light on problems shouldn't be what the focus is however we you and i both go back to we're not black we don't know what it feels like to see a white person portray a black person on screen we don't know how that feels and that in itself is white privilege exactly hey i was curious if you knew anything about the 20 dollar bill that was supposedly fake uh, I'd like to know that. After all that's happened, the rioting, the looting, the protesting, the, the laws that are being changed, the, the convictions, he died over a $20 bill. And I'd like to know if it was actually fake or not. 
I thought it was a forged check. See how many different stories come out and and we don't even fucking know. No, I I heard it was a, a fake twenty dollar bill, uh, possibly because the store owner he was paying in cash at the little bodega, and the Muslim store owner was like, "This is fake," and they, it caused a confrontation. The police were called. And the other thing to me is like, if it's a twenty dollar bill, fake or not, you don't. We're not all inspectors of money. No. You could have used a fake twenty dollar bill in your life. You wouldn't have known. Yep. Is it a death sentence though? Exactly. That's the other point too. Even if he did know it was fake, even if it was fake and he knew it, does he deserve to die for it? It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely ridiculous, is what it is. Speaking of dying for things, um, Ghislaine uh, Maxwell. Yes. When yes. when when do you think she'll be offed? <laughs> oh, uh, I'm already saying. You know. Uh, I believe it was Josh last night who, during the fireworks, screamed, Ghislaine Maxwell didn't kill herself, <laughs> just preemptively. Um, right. Which, you know, uh, you've got to watch the Trumps and the Clintons, because I think that's the one time they work so well together is when they're offing people. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if you watched the documentary that I told you to watch, the the Filthy Rich one with uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein, did you end up watching that? I forgot. Yes, yeah, I finished it. I finished it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's proven that Donald Trump and Bill Clinton had frequented um, his his islands. The Pleasure question, Island. Yes. Correct. The question becomes, did they do something that they shouldn't have been doing? And, yeah. you know, the girls in the documentary flat out said Bill Clinton was there, but they are not sure or, or did not see him be part of anything that would be considered illegal. Um, whereas Donald Trump, you know, had a court case brought against him by a 13 year old girl that he raped. So, you know, I look at those things and, uh, you know, sure. Could have along Bill, with, could, along with many other accusations of rape as well. Sure. Now could have Bill Clinton, could he have been doing awful things too sure right just because he wasn't seen doing anything doesn't make it you know what i mean doesn't make it any better it doesn't I mean, mean when in what? rome when you're there you're at a sex palace on an island that women can't escape from yes because why are you there right he has so many other properties and a wife and bill clinton has so many other properties like mm-hmm. the fact that you would need to go to that place where the illegal shit happens, in my opinion, is the most uh, incriminating fact. And what? Who's the other oh, guy? Absolutely. Prince, Prince Edward, Prince Andrew, Prince Charles, Prince is it Charles. No, I, I don't know. Charles is, is the Andrew? old one. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Prince Andrew. Was actually seen by the maintenance guy. He's like, oh, I saw that guy fucking fondling a topless. Like thirteen year old, <laughs> I think she was fifteen, but 15, still, yeah, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. unreal. Yeah. It's 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 sickening. But I hope with Ghislaine, I hope that she gives names. I hope she names names. I hope that she breaks this whole thing wide open. And I yeah. think anyone and everyone that was involved that um, did anything to either aid in a bed, um, uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Or, you know, did anything to a young woman that shouldn't have been done should get the justice that they deserve. That's what I think. 
And I think they still need to find Brianna's killers and arrest them. Yeah. Oy vey. All right, why don't we take a break since we've been going pretty long here. We'll come back. We'll do some fuck yous and we'll get back to our horrible lives. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, We'll be right back. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. Hello? Oh God, oh God, oh God. That's our country. That's how it works. Ring the doorbell and just shoot everyone inside, especially if they're a minority. There you go. Um, Before we uh, get into our fuck yous, I actually kind of want to mention, I've been noticing on our stats page for our SoundCloud, we we got some listeners in Ireland. And, uh, you know, top of the morning to you. Thanks for listening. Yes, absolutely. Thank you to everyone around the world that has been listening to us, which is wild. Yeah, I've noticed some in Portugal, Netherlands. Uh, we we got some listeners out in Buffalo. That's our next biggest market is Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Uh, big shout out there. We got Middleton, New Jersey, I think. There's a, at least a listener yeah. there. Um, so our, our hats tip to you, good sirs and ladies. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Um, please spread the word about us. Share, like, comment. We love all of it. All right, let's get into our fuck yous. Um, Basically, uh, mine's innocuous, sort of. Uh, I just wanted to say fuck you to potato slicers or apple peelers at the the bottom of a sink. Fucking sharp objects, man, at the bottom of a sink. Really fuck my life up bad. I, I, I can't tell you. I don't know if you can see. Really can't. But <clears throat> A few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, sticking my hand at the bottom of the sink to, to grab the sponge. You know how the sponge gets out of the holder? And out to the bottom of the sink, there's a pile of dishes. And you're like, where is the sponge? And then your, your finger gets sliced on a potato peeler. And uh, there's Jesus. blood everywhere. And it's like, you know, 8 o'clock at night, and the kids are supposed to be going to bed. And you have to rush to urgent care to get yourself stitched up. And then they go, well, we're going to have to glue it shut because it's so superficial that it won't you you were able to stop the bleeding yourself sir oh god i almost shot myself and um they were like okay well we're just gonna glue it shut and i go uh okay and then for basically two weeks i have to re-glue it shut myself there's a flap of skin at the top of my middle finger and as a letter carrier let me tell you i use every single digit available to me and it's very difficult to do anything (sighs) with a flap of skin hanging down yeah, and as a guy that likes butt stuff, you use every single digit. Yes, yes. So, anything available to me. So that that that's just my fuck you. That's a, I like it. It's simple. It's topical. You know, right. I like it. Um, mine is a little deeper, and it's goes back to people that need to debate, but don't necessarily have the are you having a stroke uh, i'm stretching everything hurts people that want to debate but don't necessarily have the intelligence nor the information in order to do so right and when you point out 
here is some reading material you can have when you've read it and you've understood it, then we can have the discussion. And their response is, I don't have to. And then it's followed up by a bunch of YouTube links um, to videos that are pretty much just, they might have, they might have just, they might as well have just typed in video that agrees with my point. <laughs> and then they're like, here, look at this video that this guy made in his truck, you know? Right, and right. obviously, and I'm just like, yeah, that's not at all like, you know, I'm looking at dot govs or I'm looking at different historical articles and pages um, about the history of what we've done. And then, you know, they say things like, I don't believe that you saying I don't believe what has happened isn't a form of debate. It's a form of ignorance and stupidity. And I'm really, really getting sick and tired of these fucking people. Fuck you flat out. Just fuck you. You know, you come with a, a, a bunch of statistics and then you you use them to fit a narrative that makes you feel comfortable um, because you can't you can't come to terms because you're such a small, small, small person. You can't come to terms with the fact that white people have committed atrocities in this country for so long. But you can't believe that, baby, because you're red, white and blue. You can't believe that that happened because World War Two, because rock flag and eagle. I mean, you you can't you cannot come to terms with that. And if you don't like America, you can get out. And instead of looking at the ugly history, looking at it right in the face and saying we can be better than this because we're America and fuck you to just those people that cannot get around their own narcissism of um, pro police, pro military, pro America blindly. I'm pro-America because, number one, I live here. Number two, I can say what I want to say in terms of the First Amendment. We can have this show, and in a lot of other countries, we wouldn't be able to. Um, and I love the fact that I can demand that the people that run my country be better. Right, 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 right. I just want the The irony of, if you don't like it, get out, mixed with the idea that the democracy is built on protest built on yes. speaking your mind built on calling uh action to power vice versa power to action calling calling these people up and saying no this isn't okay you got to change this we got to do this differently that's the entire basis of our country we're not a monarchy we're a people no, we're, we're, we're a government of by and for the people and, and to be told to get out if we don't like it is completely um hypocritical it doesn't make yes. any sense what are you talking about? Don't like it or get out. So we're good? Everything's yeah. good? Okay. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Fucking idiots. That's why there's a constitution with amendments, moron. Exactly. And they wrote the constitution <clears throat> to be amended, to be updated with the times. And yeah. it has been multiple times, many, many times here here and there, here and there. You know, uh, women's suffrage, uh, the S Civil Rights Act, um, all those things that have been amended um, in order to, um, you know, update, uh, I know someone, uh, a person of color, a friend of mine, an old friend who said we should sit down as a nation and completely rewrite the constitution from start to finish, keep the original constitution, mm -hmm. you know, it's a historical document. Um, absolutely. And we should use it to reference should absolutely yeah. use it for reference. 
but a new constitution for our country. There is nothing wrong with that. Motherfucker, I play Tropico on PlayStation, and guess what? I can amend my constitution anytime I want to. You know what I just did? Legalize gay marriage on my island. And, and that's fantastic. If I can do it in a stupid fucking video game, we can do it in real life for a country where it actually matters. Yeah. Or at least at least reinterpret the Constitution with words that we actually understand. The, you know, there's so many things in the Constitution that it's like gray area. Mm-hmm. You know, we need mm-hmm. things to be a little bit more black and white. You know, what did they mean when they wrote this, you know, 250 years or whatever it is ago? What do they mean when? They, yeah, to, what do they mean when they wrote this or that? We're constantly trying to interpret what they fucking meant. If they were just here with us right now, they could be like, "No, semi-automatic weapons are not a constitutionally guaranteed." What the fuck are you talking about? Like that gun can do what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me people go into schools and shoot children with these? All right, no, 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 no. I'm well, sorry. Yeah, I just exactly. uh, <laughs> so uh, thank you rock that was that was great i agree with you fuck those people yep so yeah that's that's about all i got there dan all right we're this was good to vent to get some shit off our our chest and and talk about the time we almost died at our friend's house yes and uh i hope everyone has a great fourth of uh, fifth of or sixth or seventh or eighth whenever this comes out of july enjoy the rest of your summer is really what i'm saying yes exactly try not to be killed by the police you do your best. Do your best because, uh, oh, I didn't even tell you. There were police up at that beach that we used to fire off the fireworks at because there were like 100 people all over that field in that beach. Oh, yeah? Yep, Doing man. what? Just shooting shit off again? Uh, no, they were just – there were picnics and people were out on oh. boats and swimming and all this other stuff. And apparently there was some type of fight and the police showed up. And, oh. you know, people just started dispersing and the police were kind of like, hey, you know, you're all are here and we're trying to stop the spread. But whatever. <laughs> people are people are dumb. But on that note, uh, thanks, everyone. Special thanks to uh, the guys at uh, don't forget dot com. Uh, check them out for all your geekly news. And you can find us there as well as on all major podcasting platforms. You can find us. Um, check out the Genesee Beard Company. Um, anyone, you guys, if you're a man and have a beard, you should be checking them out. And yes. uh, our friends over at Insensitive Culture Podcast, uh, love you guys. Can't wait to come back on. And thanks for the shout outs that you give us. We really appreciate that. Um, and uh, that's that's about everyone. Don't, I just uh, say don't forget, don't forget, behance.net, I believe, is Adam Donnelly's page. Yes, right. his link is. Yep, his link will be below in the uh, in the what's it called the notes for the show. Uh, I have the link right in there. So if you're interested in his artwork or you want to get something commissioned, definitely check him out. He made our logo. Yeah. Okay, and um, party on, Wayne. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Peace.